0: never have i been so offended by two movies in my life but i also kind of like them i don't know everyone this is going to be a weird episode today's movies victor victoria versus connie and it's never- and Mary. <laughs> Ooh, this is gonna be an episode. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Movie Deja Vu, a podcast that answers the question, didn't I see this somewhere? From two movie aficionados. My name is John and with me is my co-host Shady and we are both very upset with me <laughs> because I picked <laughs> these movies. Um, Hi Shady, how are you? You know <laughs> what?
1: I'm, I'm recovering. I watched Oklahoma and that helped a little bit.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> I, I, dear listener, I know we usually have fun with this, but like, my God, <laughs> we've I mean, come just, so far. It just woof. <laughs> woof. Um, so let's start by talking about the background of these movies, shall we? Victor mm-hmm. Victoria came out in 1982. Uh, it was written by Blake Edwards uh, with Hans Holmberg. It was his concept. And there was a 1933 script by Reinhold Schoenzel. Sure, we're gonna go with that. It was directed by Blake Edwards. Uh, It has a 97% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Not fresh, not fresh. It's just 97%. I don't know what fresh means then. (laughs)
1: the the certified fresh thing throws me
0: if you dear listener know what certified like what <laughs> the rules are please write in we'll give you the socials later or you should know them by now uh and on metacritic it has an 84 out of a hundred
1: so that is out of 12 reviews 10 positive two mixed zero negative
0: interesting i mean 80s And according to IMDb, a struggling female soprano finds work playing a male-female impersonator, but it complicates her personal life. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then we jump ahead 22 years to 2004's Honey and Carla, written by Nia Verdalos, directed by Michael Lembeck. Uh, it got a 44% splat rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 44 out of 100 on Metacritic.
1: That is out of 30 reviews. Eight were positive, 16 were mixed, six were negative.
0: And according to IMDb, a mob mix-up in Chicago sends two chanteuses screaming for L.A., their word, not mine, where they (laughs) score a perfect gig, posing as drag queens on the dinner theater cabaret circuit. Wrong already. Things get extra weird when a guy falls for one of the girls.
1: Yeah, that, that is the source of much of the weirdness of this movie.
0: So... I would like to start by going on my little queer soapbox right now. These movies are fucking terrible. (laughs) Like, but also it's great. The representation in a way.
1: Yes. I did appreciate like 1982 to have a character like Robert Preston's character in Victor Victoria, who's just an openly gay man. And that's not the sum total of his character. He is like a, nuanced character
0: but the way that he plays it is very stereotypical yes yeah
1: but like how much of that is also just robert preston
0: true i mean <laughs> not not gonna lie while watching carney and, connie and carla though like i hated again this the gay stereotypes of 2004 yeah i lost my shit when debbie reynolds came on screen because i forgot <laughs> that she was in that movie
1: Yeah. yeah no that was pretty great
0: I lost my shit. But the thing, though, it's great that, like, in 1982, in Victor Victoria, set in 30s... Where are we? England? Paris? Paris? I forgot already. Um, (laughs) All of the gay men were unapologetically gay. Like, it wasn't... Nobody was was,
1: hiding it. They weren't, like... I mean, there, there, there are there is a character who it is treated like a reveal, but not really that he's coming out of the closet. Just that
0: he's admitting his truth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not like, uh, Oh, this is a thing I've denied for myself. It's just not a thing that you knew before. And now I'm telling you.
0: But, but, but there is such a thing as Afab Queens, which means, I, actually, Shady, I know you know because you watch Drag Race. And for those of you who do know, you watch who watch Drag Race, you know what I'm talking about. Afab Queens means assigned female at birth where you're doing drag, like you're being a drag queen as a job. And like even those contestants on RuPaul's Drag Race as well as like other queens that mm-hmm. are Oh, I hit my microphone. Other <laughs> queens that are known, um, who are too famous, like Lady Bunny, will never be a contestant on Drag Race. But like right. a lot of people know that name, and it's a job mm-hmm. for the most part. Yes, like you know, it could be like a lifestyle, but it's also like a job. And you, and especially these days, you have to like brand yourself, and so like it becomes the lifestyle but like i'm pretty sure afab queens existed in 1982 yeah. <laughs> or in the 30s
1: yeah i see and and that victor victoria is they never do they ever say drag in the movie
0: i, I don't remember they them always drag. say
1: female impersonator and the style of drag that Julie Andrews or or Victoria is performing as Victor as Victoria. Um, It's not, you know, this over the top, like very exaggerated uh, style of drag that most people think of when you think of drag queens. It's a little more subtle. It's a little more like I kind of got the impression that the point of the the first performance anyway was to get the audience to think it was a woman. Mm -hmm. until the wig comes off so it's not like super exaggerated it's like regular stage makeup um yes i don't know if i'm saying any well
0: so so what's interesting though is that when in both movies when the women are in their full face makeup for their drag Mm -hmm. personas they both have the same like eye makeup in a way where it's like from the lid all the way up to the brow. And it's yes. very, And I was very intrigued by that. Like, I know, I think I remember in like early 2000s, that was the style like for women. Um,
1: uh, <laughs> there there, there for were a lot of questionable makeup trends in the early 2000s.
0: Yes. And then, I mean, that nowadays drag performers, they're, there's so many, there's yeah. so many and it's great. But I mean, like there's t-
1: such a bigger emphasis on contouring now than I mean there was an emphasis on contouring back then because the idea was to try to make your bone structure look more feminine mm-hmm. but it's like contouring is everything now it's gotten like to such a crazy degree of elevation
0: like think of Trixie Mattel right where she calls herself a clown basically like she's pa- like she they shellack her face and everything with you know just get in there and paint 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 <laughs> and like with these two movies they were like a little refined by today's standards in a way yeah like, they were just they were just pretty i do have another rant to go on and i'm sorry
1: do it no do i have several loaded in the back pocket that i'm gonna try not to deploy that i might not be able to help myself so you go for it
0: I'm not going to lie, Nierva Vidalis did did not look like a man pretending to be a woman. (laughs) Like, Tony Collette and Julie and Dame Julie Andrews. um, They had such, like, they themselves before makeup have, Mm -hmm. like, angular faces that it kind of, in my eye, I was like, yeah, they could pass. Yeah,
1: especially... Julie Andrews could pass as a man who has very feminine features. Like, like she, she has a very androgynous look naturally.
0: Uh-huh. And then there were some scenes of Tony Collette while she was in the drag makeup that I was just like, yeah, you kind of. Yeah. yeah.
1: Before watching the movie, I looked at some of like the photo stills uh, on IMDb and some of the photos of her, at first I was like, oh, that's one of the, you know, professional drag queens that they got to be in the movie. And then I realized, oh no, that's Tony Collette.
0: That's Tony Collette. But that, but like Mia Verdales' face is very, listen also, I'm so sorry to be so binary with this. <laughs>
1: I mean, these like, movies these are both movies. very binary, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I went on my whole spiel about how they could be AFAB queens in the movie yeah. and that would be fine. Now this is my spiel. To be a little binary, and I'm sorry about that, but like this is what these movies presented to me, and I'm very upset. But I also kind of it's it's... camp. (laughs) Like the uh, uh, in Connie and Carla at the the last number that they do with Debbie Reynolds, and then like people are confused as to like what is part of the show versus what is reality. Yeah, I was laughing my ass off, clapping gleefully and maniacally. Like I was in it and then you know uh in victor victoria listening to julie andrews sing some of the songs you know i I could hear her sing anything
1: yeah yeah i'm never gonna complain about a julie andrews number
0: right or leslie ann warren which i hated her character but i love leslie Ann warren how she portrayed it
1: yes uh I was so the, up I, I, and down with that character. There were moments where I was like, yes, I love this. And other moments where I was like, what is, what is, what, what's in her head? What is in and, her head?
0: And also Mary in uh, Connie and Carla, where it's like, when, when she says they're freaks, it's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, 2004, that was like, we were, we had like another year or two. Or was that the first year of Drag Race?
1: I I think no that's a little bit before drag race I believe
0: okay so the first season was 2009 so we are five years away (laughs) from the first season yeah but like we had on tv Will and Grace already and there was Queer as Folk at this point
1: yeah and yeah we've had at this point several movies that were hits that were about drag um birdcage.
0: Duong Fu. Right. Bird Duong cage. Fu, and then Victoria. also and then also we had other we had um the Philadelphia story which was about a gay man dying of AIDS and yeah, so we it's... had all this representation and everything and I feel like with Kanye and Carla they kind of like took two steps back from everything.
1: It, it was <sighs> I I can appreciate that they were going for these caricatures for comedic effect. The problem is like, you need good jokes for it to work. (laughs) And it was kind of of lacking in good jokes.
0: Yeah. I
1: I don't know. and, And like, I don't know something about the pacing of it was just too quick. And like normally quick is what you want in a comedy like this, but it was just like, I feel like I can't like, it's all just like washing over me with no impact anyway.
0: And also the racism around end cream.
1: Uh, uh, uh. I did like, appreciate seeing Alec Mapa in this movie, though.
0: Because I, I mean, I know I didn't have it as my special features, but like, he's the only one that wasn't a professional drag queen, right? He was an actor first.
1: Yeah, he is a. He's a primarily a comedic actor. Um, he does like a lot of, like, <laughs> he does a lot of stuff for like Nickelodeon and the Disney Channel um
0: but he's always the coded the queer coded character
1: um and like i I mean i think the closest to un non-coded character that i've seen him play was in doom patrol and he's got a very small recurring part in that
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but that's doom patrol where it's hbo max you could you know he could be sucking dick somewhere right i
1: mean that show is also hella queer so like yes
0: <laughs> all right Shady. i did i did the two big ones that i wanted to touch upon lay it on me
1: okay. what do you have listen so i understand we're talking about 1982 mm-hmm. and and 2004 So this term was not being used a lot in media, but certainly queer people knew about it and queer people working on these movies could have, you know, included it. Uh, We don't ever hear anything alluding to, like the closest we get to bisexuality or pansexuality in any of these movies is when What's-His-Face in Victor Victoria tells Victoria that he doesn't care if she were a man or a woman.
0: I gotta say that moment, I'm sorry to interrupt you. That that moment, I felt very proud for that movie because I was just like, Oh, we went there.
1: Yeah. That was a gorgeous moment. Loved it. Um, And granted it takes place in the 1930s, but it's also in Paris. Like different shades of sexuality were known at that point in communities that and of course we're not going to get anything about gender or sexual fluidity in that movie 2004 Connie and Carla there's just kind of I just feel like there's really very little excuse at all for not having bisexuality or pansexuality even be a question mm-hmm. um, yeah yep which yes. which again yes. like that was a big thing in media then too where like you know, even Will and Grace made jokes occasionally about how bisexuals don't exist. But it's like, we are like appro—we were approaching a point where it was becoming more, it was about to like break the threshold of like, we're seeing open bisexuality, rep- bisexual representation in movies and TV. Uh, so it just like kind of bothered me that like, it just wasn't even a question. It, that movie especially was so binary about, gender expression, and sexuality. Um,
0: But you know what I did like about Connie and Carla? Yeah. It's a small little detail. We do see two men kiss in that movie. Whereas in Victor Victoria, a man kisses another man on the cheek only.
1: Yeah. And, And we see people, we see two men in the same bedroom in the morning together. But like, obviously we don't see any like actual physical intimacy between them
0: in victor victoria you mean yeah yeah yeah. well i mean that was also well that was (laughs) that was it was weird because that was also like kind of giving me like i love lucy vibes where like lucy uh uh desi and lucy were seen in bed together but like they were fully clothed right separate beds well they started with separate beds and then they yeah. went to, uh, and then they went to the same bed, or am i think am I confusing it with Brady Bunch with Mike and Carol uh,
1: I don't remember I love Lucy them ever sharing a bed. I only remember them okay. having two separate
0: beds yeah, so like i guess I guess I'm confusing and they, had with a,
1: they had a whole child on that show
0: they did <laughs> well, I mean, how else were they gonna write into write in Lucy's pregnancy so right <laughs> yeah. These movies, I I apologize to you, Shady, for picking this.
1: (laughs) No, no, it's fine. It was, I was bound to see these movies at some point in my life. So it may as well be when I have an outlet to vent about why they frustrated me. Um, I do have one more thing that I wanted to mention though, that I don't know if this has anything to do with either of these movies. I just thought it was interesting to note 1982, Reagan era, 2004, Bush era. Those were two presidential administrations that were particularly hostile towards queer people.
0: Besides today?
1: Uh,
0: (laughs) The the W Bush, we should say, not not Daddy Bush.
1: Well, Daddy Bush was not great either. Daddy Bush was also very happy to just let AIDS run rampant uh, through the community.
0: Mm -hmm. and kill
1: people off uh, as needed Um, Mm -hmm. but you know yeah two administrations that were particularly openly hostile towards queer people and especially gay men and I don't know if that has anything to do with how these movies came about Um, just thought it was an interesting little thing to note in there and yes we are unfortunately shifting towards another very hostile political environment for queer people particularly trans people Mm -hmm. hooray for that um Mm -hmm. i hate the world um and no matter
0: how many times you sing "La jazz hot it's not gonna help
1: yeah it's it's uh (gasps) but at least now. i'm sorry
0: i tried to make a joke out of it (laughs) because like
1: (laughs) i'm glad you did i i needed the tension breaker because i was making myself too heated Uh, And now we, we do, fortunately, now have a lot more representation in the media, at the very least. It doesn't do much to change our material surroundings, but it helps a bit.
0: Yes. What, I mean, there, there there are pockets of things that I did like about both of these movies, where it's like, I I mean, like we said, Dame Julie Andrews, fucking songbird, love her.
1: Come
0: on. I, I did like Mia Verdalis and Tony Collette's voices, singing voices. I like that um, even the uh, other drag performers, they were singing. Mm-hmm. I think those were their voices. I mean, it, it sounded like it would be their singing voice. Um,
1: yeah if it's not their real voices they were matched very well uh
0: i i did like the curated songs for connie and carla because i'm musical theater obviously i have a whole podcast talking about musicals yes and
1: and they they got so many of the classics in there
0: Mm -hmm. debbie reynolds like fucking a lost my (laughs) mind um i did like the representation in um, Victor Victoria, because, you know, again, like you said, it was part of the Reagan era where they were attacking attacking the gays. And um, I mean, 1982, that's like mm, 13 years after Stonewall or something like that?
1: Yeah, 69.
0: Uh, Wait. Yes, thirteen years after Stonewall, we can map that.
1: We studied the humanities,
0: so like, I mean, we were we they were ready like for the alphabet mafia. There was a lot of like momentum towards, you know, all of the stigmas and everything that are still put out. But that's another argument for another day. Yeah. Uh, but like I, I I did like I mean there are some musical numbers that I did I, I loved in in Victor Victoria. Yeah. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna get personal for a hot second. In when I was in college, we did a performance, we did a production of Victor Victoria, and it was so traumatizing that while I was watching the movie, I was texting friend of the pod, Lauren. And I was just like, I don't think I still fully processed Victor Victoria when we did it in college. <laughs> there was a moment where I don't remember what scene it was, where they flew in the uh lamp posts that were just made out of like plywood that, you know, they were 2d to look 3d. Uh, one of the lampposts crashed on stage and broke. And then they, flew it out but it got caught in the lights and people were so it's broken dangling and people are just walking underneath it because that's what they're supposed that's what they were directed to do and we're all and we're all sitting there like someone's gonna die
1: (laughs) also that that does sound very traumatizing
0: also, there was so many quick changes in that, and I was just like, "I'm going to die." <laughs> um, yeah. So watching this movie, I was just like, "Where's the gangster number?" And then <laughs> Leslie and Warren sang, and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I did I like the was like so stupid. I fucking loved it.
1: Right, right. That that song was stupid. That whole scene had nothing to do with anything except that. It was just kind of like, oh, Leslie Ann Warren's in our movie. I guess we should give her a number.
0: Basically, yeah.
1: That was it. <laughs> and then it was a number about Chicago getting an airport.
0: Which I mean, like, by like the way,
1: is that... like nobody. <laughs> so,
0: so I, just... I fucking love it. <laughs> I fucking love that song. <laughs> and then the the Spanish number. I was just like, all right, this is cool, and it's a mm-hmm. little, it's camp, and and like you know, she's. She's like leaning and they're, they're like dropping her to the stage and she's singing beautifully because she's Julie fucking Andrews. Yeah, like, but like that was like the major, one of the major differences or like, little well, no. Yeah, one of the major differences between these two movies is that Nick and Victoria, it's original music. Yeah. Connie and yeah. Carla is, is a jukebox movie. Right. Surprise everyone.
1: <laughs> In both of them, chicago gangsters play some sort of role
0: interesting yes which
1: that's not something that necessarily has anything to do with the drag scene um so it's interesting that both of these movies about women pretending to be men pretending to be women have chicago gangsters
0: and one of them is set in paris and the other (laughs) one is set in america
1: right yeah (laughs) Uh, but also
0: that is the impetus is that the right word i want to use Yes.
1: Yes. That
0: is that is the impetus for Connie and Carla, where it's right. The mops. They are. They They're are the trying
1: villains.
0: They are trying to um, witness protect themselves in a way. <laughs> yeah. By going to Soulless California and then starting up. Why did they need to make it a dinner theater? Couldn't it have just stayed a bar.
1: They were stuck on it being a dinner theater. <laughs>
0: That, I mean, I did laugh at that joke, too, where the the, gang's, the gangster was going to the different dinner theaters across the country, and he was yeah. hearing MAME the whole time. Like, fucking loved it.
1: That was a great gag. And then by the that end, a, he's singing along.
0: That was a good joke. And then, like, <laughs> the other big thing is that Victor Victoria is one person. Connie and Carla is two. The yeah. end.
1: <laughs> um. I do like, I mean, I guess it's an easy enough thing to just do, given the premise of both these movies, but uh, their stage names are their actual names that they were given at birth. Mm. Like, in both movies, uh, Victoria pretends to be Victor, who performs as Victoria. Connie and Carla pretend to be Al and Mikey, who perform as Connie and Carla. Yes. Uh, Simple enough. uh
0: I mean, I know I said that uh, it's one person versus two, but like in Victor Victoria, Victoria has a confidant who Mm. actually comes up with the plan. Right. So it's kind of like they both have two people because I mean, he's the only one that's in on it.
1: Right. And he's also benefiting from it as well because he's getting the hotel rooms and
0: and the monies.
1: And the monies. Um, and the
0: monies.
1: So, in a way, he is—he's not performing with her, but he's in business with her.
0: Mm-hmm. And then he ends up performing as her in a way at the end. <laughs> <I> st- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Listen, I'm know sorry I mean. to be a Debbie Downer, everyone. <laughs> wasn't a good day. These movies, everything. <laughs> I just, gay, 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 I'm gonna fucking say gay the whole fucking time. Gay, 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 gay. I mean, that was the other, I'm sorry to keep going back and being in a fancy. Um, I mean, watching it now, when they are literally passing don't say gay bills in the South and it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I, I uh, flashing back to White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. <laughs> oh my God, everyone. <laughs> I'm losing my mind.
1: <laughs> it's, fine.
0: it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, do you really want to talk more about these movies?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I would love to ig- ignore the romances in both of them because I fucking hated both of them.
0: But I, I like, liked that,
1: the one moment in Victor Victoria where he says he doesn't care if she's a man or a woman. I liked everything else about that romance. I was like, I don't care. I do not give a shit. I don't care.
0: Right. And that and then, was very progressive. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you um, know, he, he thinks, I mean, it's very interesting because that character, like, you know, you think you're one thing, you know, you, you, um, you know what you're attracted to You, mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, something, some creature comes along, whatever gender they are, oh. uh, or pretending to be. And you're just <laughs> like, I like this person. I, I am falling yeah. for this person. And so that's a, it, like psychologically and with a little bit of a modern lens, that movie was very interesting for that moment because, like, mm. he's now questioning everything that he told himself is true. Right. So
1: that that he thought was possible for himself.
0: Yes. And so like he's willing to, you know, also shout gay from the rooftops if it means falling for Dave Julie Andrews. I didn't know which <laughs> which name to say because yeah.
1: <laughs> However, the romance in Connie and Carla can go fuck itself. Yeah, I could have completely done without that. Why? Why is that? Why is that our romantic interest? Why him? Why, why him? David? Why, why that personality? Well, okay, why? okay,
0: okay. So I, I talked about. There's another thing that I do want to mention uh, in Connie and Carla. I <laughs> is Peach the drag name of the of the main out of the four
1: uh, yes i believe so
0: because that, that's david david company's like brother, yeah, quote brother. Quote, is peaches. yeah so i hated that peaches was like playing the victim the whole time and i, I you know what drag me for all you care and yes there might be a pun in there somewhere but like <laughs> but like you know the whole story of like david company's character is that his brother left he was kicked out but like to it in his eyes he just up and left 20 years ago or something like that 15 years ago I don't know how old these characters are yeah some
1: amount of
0: years ago and so he's been trying to find his brother and now he finds that his brother is gay is a drag queen and it's a I mean it's a lot to process I'm not gonna lie and so, like, he's still trying to process everything. And, like, you know, th- when the girlfriend Mary shows up and he's ca- he, w- he was, like, ready to, like, go to the drag show, it seems like. Or, you know, um, I know he didn't defend his brother in front of Mary, but... Oh, oh sorry. He's, yeah, he didn't defend his brother to Mary in front of Peaches, but, like, he still... He was about to. You could kind of see it on his face. And these movies made me so mad. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's okay. I just my my whole reaction to that character in general was just throw it away.
0: Like (laughs) it was a complex scene that they had almost had. And by almost I mean like they had it at 50%. Yeah. Like there was more to be talked about or delved into and i don't know as a light comedy with some rom-com elements to it i don't think it was the right format for them to tackle such a topic
1: i mean i think it's also weird to have that heavy storyline for the side character for a supporting character and not one of our leads um and then like i just didn't like david dacovny's scenes with uh nia vardalus um like I just—it's not that they like lacked chemistry or anything. It was just that, like, I was like, I feel like it's just not a romance that was working at all. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and it felt also a little predatory in a way.
1: Yeah, like I don't know. It really—it was very off-putting to me. Something about it. Uh, I love David Duchovny. Um, I just and you're, have...
0: like we like I, I like all the character, all the actors in that yeah.
1: movie. Oh, it fantastic! It should have been cast. great. <laughs> Um, It was just like one of those where I mean and maybe even his character would have worked for me better if he only served as Peaches's brother and then they didn't have the romance at all but like the romance really I did not like I, I didn't really buy it at all I thought. Like, yeah, yes, they... I understand the structure of these kinds of movies. Of course, that's going to be something that drives a wedge between Connie and Carla at one point, but it didn't feel properly built up. There was so much in this movie that I was like, they're not building anything up in a proper way, so it just feels like things are just happening. And it's, it's very odd. Uh, loved the musical numbers, though. I'll agree with you on that. Loved the musical numbers.
0: And their costumes were pretty fierce. Yeah. <laughs> But, but like a lot of the quote unquote jokes in it fell a little flat. Like, I was just like, I don't.
1: They start the proper plot of them running away from these gangsters five minutes into the movie. And I can appreciate a movie that doesn't want to spend too much time avoiding getting to the plot but you also need to actually establish your characters and their regular settings so that it feels like something big has happened when their life gets turned upside down and they have to run away. And they didn't do that.
0: And not just a time jump two minutes into the movie.
1: Right. Yeah. So like just from the get go, it was like, Oh, we're just going, they don't, they're not going to flesh anything out at all so that it feels natural or like there's any investment in it. They're just going to go. Like, they're just giving us, like, the bullet points of the plot instead of a story.
0: So I'm stepping off my soapbox. Are you <laughs> stepping off your soapbox? Because I think I'm just yeah. done talking about these. <laughs> I <laughs>
1: like, would also like to just move past it.
0: Yeah, I. yeah, yeah, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening to this. Yeah. We're just,
1: <laughs> oh boy. the most negative episode
0: ever Um, like
1: movies that really are not the worst movies we've seen
0: no but like I don't I I think it's I think it's also like it is like the White House down Olympus has fallen where we're watching this at the wrong time in our life I hate my life anyway
1: protect trans kids
0: protect trans kids
1: Uh, how do we make this funny
0: um, we don't. I could try I was gonna think of a sexy segue, and no, not happening, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Debbie Reynolds, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did it. Get it. Okay.
0: Sharp and flat, podcast again. Let's let's get into shots, but blah 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 blah. Let's get into special features, shall we? Please keep all of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will, just for you.
0: <laughs> so, in this section, we're gonna. Um, talk about some trivia and our fun facts that we found out about our assigned movies and the hopes of surprising you and i want to always one-up shady on this but i don't think i will because i don't care uh- <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry can i just interrupt real quick and say you said assigned movies but i heard assigned boobies
0: assigned boobies yes mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I just wanted to let everyone know that my brain is fully fried.
0: So the booby I was assigned was Victor Victoria <laughs> and Shady was um, assigned Connie and Carla Connie and Carla as her booby. And since my booby came first, I'm going to go first. So in my mind, I thought that this I like I know that there was a stage version. I didn't realize though, that the movie, came first almost a, like more than a decade before it came to Broadway. Hmm. And Julie Andrews is the only one that went from the movie to the stage version. Oh, so wow. um, the original Broadway version came out in 1995, but what's very fascinating about it is that Julie Andrews, Dame Julie Andrews received a Tony award nomination, which she declined wow yes yes did so, it
1: say why or like she, did she think she wasn't deserving or
0: um okay so it leads to a new york times article but i don't want to pay for it so i'm just going to oh, okay. read what it says on wikipedia everyone <laughs> um she made headlines uh when she rejected the honor with the statement quote i have searched my conscience and my heart and I and find that I cannot accept this nomination, end quote, Andrews further stated that she would, quote, stand instead with the egregiously overlooked, end quote, cast and crew. The incident stimulated ticket sales for the musical, and Andrews declined to perform at the Tony Awards ceremony, which suffered that year from a lack of star wattage. I wow. don't... I, I mean it would be interesting if somebody who has access to new york times to read the article and tell me about it but like i don't know maybe like she had like a good sit down with somebody and was like gender
1: (laughs) (laughs) that or going off of that statement it sounds like maybe she was the only nominee from the whole production uh, and nobody else involved was nominated and she felt they deserved it and she felt that she only got the attention because she's a big star.
0: Right, um, but then she also won the Drama Desk Award for Outstanding Actress in a Musical. Granted, Rachel York was nominated for the Drama Desk Award for Outstanding Featured Actress in a Musical and Robert, I'm uh, uh, sorry, Rachel York won the Drama Desk Award for a Featured Actress and then Rob, Robin Wagner I hope that's how you pronounce their last name was nominated for outstanding set design for the drama desk. And you are correct. Julie Andrews is the only was the only person nominated for a Tony award. Okay. I mean, there's also a lot of shows that like only one person in the whole cast crew
1: production Uh, team gets
0: nominated. So mm, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, (laughs) So this is based off of a 1933 German musical comedy film where there is a character named Monsieur Victoria. And then there's another character played by a different actor named Victor Hempel. I'm not German. I don't know if that's how you pronounce the names. But Victor is is spelled with a K, the character name. So V-I-K-T-O-R
1: because it's German uh so the movie this movie came out in
0: 1933 in 1935 there was a remake called first a girl in 1957 there was another German remake uh called Victor and Victoria In 1975 there was an Argentinian film called my girlfriend the transvestite then we have The one that we watched, and then in 1995, I assume. Yep, this is there was a filmed version of the stage production.
1: Wow! So there's as many Victor Victor Victorias as there are Batman's.
0: (laughs) Close enough.
1: That's crazy.
0: (laughs) Close enough. Let me see. Okay, so now I'm on IMDb, and I want to see if there's something. okay so the reason it appears robert preston is wearing one dancing shoe and one flat during the shady dame routine at the end of the movie is that the heel broke off on the right shoe during the take you can see the heel on stage at two hours 13 minutes and 40 seconds yes this movie is like fucking long it's so long it's so fucking long
1: I think I might have enjoyed it if it uh, weren't that long.
0: You know what's funny, you brought up you brought up Batman on <laughs> IMDb. Oh, no. This is a the movie features actors and actresses who appeared in DC Comics movies. Julie Andrews and John Rhys Davies appeared in the 2018 movie Aquaman. Right. I don't remember them.
1: Oh, um, Ju- <laughs> Julie Andrews has an amazing cameo in Aquaman and I will love her forever because reportedly she turned down the cameo in Mary Poppins Returns to do Aquaman
0: oh my god
1: I love her for it
0: uh James Garner appeared in Superman Shazam Return of Black Adam which came out in 2010
1: uh animated Le- movie okay
0: that animated nice. movie Leslie yeah. and Leslie and Warren appeared in It's a Bird It's a plane, it's superman in 1975. She was in that. Yes. Amazing. Oh my god, it's a musical movie shade. Yeah. John, have you not heard about the
1: Superman musical?
0: No. (laughs) Graham Stark, who played A Waiter. Great. Oh, the waiter. Uh appeared in Superman 3. And then Jay Benedict appeared in The Dark Knight Rises. Jay Benedict played. He played. In *The Dark Knight Rises*, a character named Rich Twit, and then, yes, that was the name of the character. Uh, <laughs> and then in *Victor Victoria*, he played Guy Lengua. Okay. Yeah, I don't really feel like reading any more about <laughs> Victoria for *Victor Victoria*. Shady. Fine. Uh,
1: Give I me I your booby. I want to note real quick. Uh, I'm glad that you mentioned all those previous productions of *Victor Victoria* because one thing I really Loved about the movie, and it's a minor thing, but it's the type of thing that like really gets me going. <laughs> uh, I loved the look of it, um, particularly the color saturation. It's very classic Hollywood. It looked like a movie from the 1950s instead of 1982, and it just added so much of a, an atmosphere and a personality to the movie that you could get just from looking at a single frame, and I really loved that that may or may not have been a deliberate homage to some of those previous, uh, well, not the original, I'm assuming the original one was in black and white, but I'm sure the one from the 1950s had a similar color palette. I'm not saying that that's why they did it, but I really loved that they did it and it would make sense if it was as an
0: homage. Um, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie though, I'm kind of intrigued to watch the German versions. I'm just intrigued i, yeah. I like i want I want to see if maybe they even translated the music. That would right. be interesting.
1: that would be interesting.
0: that's just me
1: well, also because you know different nations have different attitudes towards gender expression and sexuality yes. in the first place, so it would just be interesting to see how those attitudes translate.
0: And then it'd also be interesting because the first one is from 1933, not, not only set in it, I believe, I, it is also, uh, it also came out in 1933. And then the other one, the other German one came out in 1957. Mm-hmm. So with older movies that are mm-hmm. like over, at this point, 15 years old, you kind of have to give them a little bit of wiggle room before you fully cancel them in your brain like i'm pretty sure in 2004 when i saw connie and carla cuz i did see it in theaters i believe <laughs> and then i did watch it cuz it was one of the one of the staple tbs tnt yeah. movies i believe i did laugh a lot at the quote unquote jokes but like
1: <laughs> right uh no
0: 22 eyes well, questioning my life
1: And of every genre comedy ages most poorly yes because comedy especially in long form is all about breaking social mores and social mores change over time so so it's like amazing to watch something that I loved when I was in middle school and be like and watch it now and be like wow that joke is interesting Mm -hmm. um and then it's just like oh right because that was just the attitude at the time
0: did you, find any, <laughs> did you find anything interesting though about Connie and Carla? Yes,
1: I did find a few interesting things. So I want to go back to that joke we loved, the running gag with Mame. Uh-huh. Uh, oh yeah, so, pin out. Yes. Uh, so that actor, Boris MacGyver, uh, he is the son of John MacGyver who played Mr. Babcock in Mame, 1974.
0: But not MacGyver.
1: Not MacGyver. Uh, no yeah, this is this, <laughs> is this is this is Giver spelled like Giver.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: McGiver maybe. <laughs> um but yeah, no, he played Mr. Babcock in Mame, so that was like a nod to the actor's father. <sighs> that is
0: actually really nice and sweet. Like I mean, yeah. it's still a I, I it's still it, a funny joke.
1: I love it. I think it's great and it's a fun song to have to revisit a bunch of times.
0: You know what, I'm a little a a little disappointed with like I thought I I, I mean I also watched this after watching Victor Victoria I thought that character did uh, reveal his true self that he he also was gay because even in the first dinner theater scene where he's where they're doing mame he's having a grand old time
1: (laughs) yeah because it's mame
0: well yes but like also also i mean every time it happens even to the last time it happens where he joins them on stage for a hot second and is trying to kill everyone (laughs) um he's having a ball yeah so it's just it's just interesting i I just thought he would be like i i'm gay and it's nothing you know like how it is in victor victoria
1: maybe he is gay he just doesn't say it in the movie
0: Or it was cut. I'm going to say it was cut.
1: (laughs) It happened off screen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm digging here. There's not much on IMDb and I couldn't find much anywhere else on this movie. I liked this one that Tom Hanks was a producer on this movie. And in the 1980s, he starred in a sitcom called Bosom Buddies in which he frequently, uh, Pretended to be a woman.
0: That I, though wasn't for work. That was no f- for an apartment.
1: I believe so. Yes, because it was like all female housing. Yeah. Um. And then uh, David Duchovny, of course, on Twin Peaks played a cross dresser. He um, did. Yeah.
0: I gotta rewatch that show. <laughs>
1: I mean, you should anyway, because it's... I mean, it's amazing, yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's funny that he's, like, the heteronormative character in this movie. Um, Yeah, there's, I mean, there's really not much interesting stuff about this movie. I tried. Uh, Mostly a lot of trivia popped up about Some Like It Hot, because that's the movie that this is loosely based off of which was also about two friends who witness a gangster murder or a, a mafia murder in the city of Chicago. And then though in Some Like It Hot, it's two men who disguise themselves as women and join an all girls band to escape the mob. So this is a gender flip on that, but then a recursive gender flip because they're also still pretending to be women. yes we are
0: great uh and then in this section we asked the same five questions just to wrap everything up in a nice bow even though we hated these turds are there any other movies that we can think of that are like these
1: are we talking about movies about drag queens or are we talking about movies about somebody disguised as a different gender disguised as their original gender again
0: um you know what i think I I think I'll allow, I'll allow. <laughs> I th- I think if you, I, I, some like it hot is a good example of another one because it I didn't realize that that's what the, it was based on, but like
1: I mean, very I, I, loosely
0: because like it is a disguise and they mm. they're trying to find work. Right. I think th- I think those are like the two qualifiers: is that you are in a disguise, right. whether it's your Sasquatch, you're uh, flipping genders, you're, you're, you you're turn yourself into a cat, I don't care. <laughs> and then you are, and it's because you're looking for work.
1: Right, and then just to add another similarity, at least to Victor Victoria, it does turn out that uh, the guy that is in love with Jack Lemmon's character in that movie doesn't give a shit if he's a man or a woman, because that's that's the famous final line. He says, I'm a man well, nobody's perfect, with the implication being that he doesn't actually care that he's a man.
0: I literally blacked this movie out after (laughs) I watched it because I was so angry. (laughs) We already answered this question, did we like these movies?
1: I liked the musical numbers.
0: And some of the progressive nature of, you know, some lines.
1: There were elements that I appreciated.
0: Yes, yes. But overall... No, no. Uh, would we watch them again at gunpoint? Maybe.
1: No. Um, um. No. Shoot me. I'll take the bullet.
0: I I probably will. YouTube the musical number. Yes. I mean, <laughs>
1: maybe someday in the far off future, I'll have a very different mood.
0: Yes, where where we're in the utopia that we've been promised. <laughs> Uh, but
1: but like honestly there are so many good drag movies out there you do not need to watch either of these
0: yeah and uh, to answer the next question which is would we recommend them i'm i'm not going to tell you how to live your life but like you could skip these
1: yeah no there's no no, nobody needs to see these movies
0: and then finally are they actually the same dear god yes Mm. dear god yes there's too many there's too many elements like i know that Like I said, the biggest thing, the two biggest things between them is that Connie and Carla is a jukebox as well as they're, they are in like a witness protection kind of a thing. Yeah.
1: They're trying to save their lives as well as their careers.
0: But like, it's also very weird that no one makes a Victor Victor Victoria reference
1: Uh in that
0: movie. And it's all about musical theater.
1: Yeah. Like, come on. Like, did they just happen to not know about Victor Victoria?
0: they went to yentl <laughs> they went to yentl not victor victoria and it's like come on it's like <laughs> come on it's there that's and see that's why i originally picked these two cuz i was just like this is an easy episode we're going to just like be like yeah they're fucking the same yeah which yes they are but they're, also we're very angry well, and i'm so sorry everyone
1: they were easy in that way it was in a, a difficult episode in a very different way
0: we're done we're fucking <laughs> done great you can find me on the twitter at movies john i some i posted something the other day i think no that was on sorry that's wrong wait no i did wait i don't remember um and then you can also find my other podcast where i talk about musicals please dear god no one picked this for a while <laughs> either of these i'm gonna be i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna be oscar the grouch the whole episode um,
1: as is uh, you're right honestly yes
0: yes it's called life's but a song you can find us anywhere that you can find us huh you can find me me anywhere you're listening to this uh shady's on has been on a bunch of episodes so yeah we've got a few more in the pipeline with her yeah um and then you can find. <laughs> Lice butter song any on um, social media at butter song pod. Uh,
1: and you can find me not on most of the social medias, uh, but I'm always on Twitter. At Cookie O Shady.
0: Can can mm, I what am, would be a good dessert? I for don't you know to be? what
1: dessert I am specifically. I do know that I'm laced with arsenic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what dessert you are? <laughs> a body shot. <laughs> Oh. Just like tequila in a belly button with salt and yes. a lime somewhere Buzzy on the navel. body. Yeah,
1: you're that's right. a good yes.
0: one. Yes, that's your dessert for this one. Oh. Because uh, that's all that makes sense because of these movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're just drinking. <laughs> and then if you want to be, if you want to, I don't know, email us, I guess. You can, you can at pod at gmail.com. Get ready to dance, Shady, because this I'm is only it. a visual for me. That is <laughs> m-o-v-i-e-d-e-j-a-v-u-p-o-d at gmail.com we're also on facebook and instagram at movie deja vu pod and we're on twitter at movie deja vu no pod why is that shady Uh,
1: because the pod just didn't want to have to deal with this i I don't even have like a clever thing to say it just didn't want to deal with this
0: the pod was like i'm out <laughs> the,
1: the pod was like i gotta go protest something right now
0: i gotta i gotta hold a sign saying i hate <laughs> i hate everything about this and if you want to be and if you want to be part of next oh jesus christ what why we did it for ourselves <laughs> do you remember what next episode's movies are
1: if they're what i think they are i'm excited <sighs>
0: It's the hot chick versus freaky, which again deals with gender. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We thought things on accident.
1: Yeah. I was the one who suggested that episode and to do it that week. Mm-hmm. And it was not because I thought, oh, this will be a good pairing right after Victor, Victoria, Connie, and Carla.
0: No. It, it was, was because, of, because the week. of Friday
1: the 13th.
0: Yes. Which I'm very looking forward to, Freaky. I'm not going to lie.
1: Have you not uh, seen it yet?
0: No. It, I haven't.
1: it deals with gender in a mostly very, very good way. <laughs> uh, better than
0: these two movies?
1: 100% better than these movies. Oh,
0: great. That and you so
1: know great. what? A lot better than The Hot Chick, too.
0: Oh, no. Am I going <laughs> to be angry? I'm going to be angry.
1: The Hot Chick is almost too stupid to be angry at. Okay. I mean, Anna Faris is in it. She's great.
0: Nice. Okay, everyone. We're done. We, we love you. Say we... gay as loud as you can.
1: We love you so much. You are always valid to us.
0: And we're sorry that we were sourpusses this whole episode. Yeah.
1: We, I, I would love to end this on a positive note. Uh, sending out love into the universe to anyone who needs it.
0: Big hugs too. Yeah, we all need a hug hug somebody you know what you survived this episode listening to us (laughs) bitch and kvetch the whole time go find somebody to hug yeah just just for the endorphins
1: and you know if, if you're if you're living somewhere where your government is actively plotting against you just know that we love you
0: we love you we see you yeah we are your aunties at this point
1: you will you will have us and I hope that's something.
0: Yes! <laughs> okay. Bye for now, everyone. Bye. You give my old it you make the all night old drink. Awesome at the mention of your name.